Hey, I'm Rachel May, country singer-songwriter and host of Mama's Cup of Ambition, the podcast for ambitious mamas with big dreams and little kids. Or maybe your kids aren't so little anymore, but your dreams are still just as big as ever. Wherever you find yourself in your motherhood journey, if you've got ambitious goals that you're longing to achieve and you're looking to spark inspiration, cultivate motivation, and develop community with like-minded mamas, you're in the right place. As a new mama myself, I created this show as a place for honest and empowering conversations about motherhood, entrepreneurship, and dream chasing. So grab a notebook, top off that cup of coffee, and let's turn our goals into action plans and our dreams into reality together. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Mama's Cup of Ambition. I'm so happy that you're here with me. If this is your first time here, welcome. If this is not your first time here, welcome back. Thank you for joining me again. You can probably hear Wyatt crying in the background. (laughs) We're going through a big phase right now of him being super, super attached to me. And he's just not a fan of any time that we have to be separated. So he's crying right now because I'm up here recording, which kind of breaks my mama heart. But at the same time, like, I know he's safe. I know he's okay. He's down there with Gabe and he's in good hands. (laughs) All is well, but still it breaks my heart can you relate to that if you experienced this it's so sad and also overwhelming (laughs) anyway how's your week going we've had kind of a busy one I feel like we've had one of those weeks where we've just had like something happening every day sometimes multiple things happening every day where we've just been going 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 and you know (laughs) this is something I was thinking about earlier today that was making me laugh I can tell when we've had like a particularly busy week Because like right now, (laughs) there's currently something in my refrigerator that's clearly gone bad. And like every time we open the fridge, the smell just about knocks me out. (laughs) But I just haven't had the time to properly investigate and clean out the fridge. So please don't judge me. (laughs) But it's getting out of control. And I can tell that like we've been so busy because both Gabe and I have just been like getting in and out of there as fast (laughs) as we can. And essentially just ignoring the rotting smell coming from our fridge. So (laughs) that's the kind of busy week we've had. (laughs) Oh, Lord. And if you know me, and you know that that is a good indication that things are getting out of control here. (laughs) Anyway, this episode isn't about the rotting leftovers begging for attention in my fridge. Actually, what I thought I'd share with you today is what I've been working on for the past few weeks, and I'm super excited about this. At the time of this recording, it's January. So at the beginning of January 2023, alongside the relaunch of this podcast, I started working on something that I am calling the Shine Wild Project. And it's something that I created to start reconnecting with the parts of myself that I've felt disconnected from in the last few years. So if you've listened to this podcast before, or you know me outside of the show, then you know that since I became a mama, I've really struggled to sort of anchor myself back into my identity and motherhood. And I don't know if this is just because of the life-changing magic of motherhood or if it's also in part because of the pandemic and the upheaval that that caused collectively. Maybe it's a combination of both. I don't really know. But what I do know is that as much as I adore being a mama, and I really believe that motherhood is the greatest adventure my soul has ever embarked on, But I've also felt somewhat disconnected from myself lately, and both of those experiences coexist. 
And I'm learning to just be at peace with that. But also, if nothing changes, nothing changes. So I recognize that those two things coexist. And I recognize also that it's time to make some changes so that I feel more connected to myself. And it's not just been a feeling of disconnection from the pieces of my identity that are wrapped up in my creative career. Although, admittedly, that area of my life has been collecting dust and screaming my name in the quiet moments. But it's also small things like the way that I dress, or rather the way that I don't dress these days. I mean, I used to love putting together like colorful outfits complete with bright shades of lipstick. And I used to own a closet full of beautiful feminine dresses. It was one of my favorite things to get all dolled up. And now my closet looks a lot more like that of Steve Jobs. No frills, just the basics, black shirts and blue jeans, not a single dress to be found. (laughs) Although I don't know if Steve shared my affinity for comfy leggings. That might just be me. But I love my black shirts and my blue jeans. So don't get me wrong. That's that's not the point I'm trying to make here. My point is that at some point, I just unintentionally decided to slowly start stripping the color away from my closet, and I lost the joy that I really once derived from getting dressed. And my clothes have just kind of become like this fabric camouflage that is effectively hiding my shine from the outside world. And I recently had that realization as I was standing in my closet, and let me tell you, it hurt. It stung. (laughs) But I realized that the pieces of my former identity or my former self aren't just hiding in my camouflaged Steve Jobs-esque wardrobe. (laughs) The camouflage has actually come in the form of feeling disconnected from my body too. And let me just tell you that two back-to-back C-sections can really change the way that you feel in your body. And learning how to move through life in this new version of my body is an experience all its own. And there's been camouflage in the form of like social anxiety and lowered expectations because somewhere along the line, I just decided to start playing it safe. And I've also noticed a layer of camouflage in the form of staying in the known and the familiar rather than taking chances and being vulnerable. And in the beginning, I felt a layer of protection from all of that camo. But over time, all those little layers of camouflage really started to weigh me down. And I felt like I was losing touch with the wild spirit that I used to fully embody. So when I say that I felt disconnected from myself, that's what I mean. So fast forward to me sitting in a meditation by Gabby Bernstein in my black shirt and black leggings, of course, (laughs) and hearing Gabby ask, how do you want to feel? And my entire body seemed to like retract. It was like my mind was shouting, I don't know. I don't know. And then in true Gabby Bernstein form, in her calm, reassuring voice, she followed with, be unapologetic about how you want to feel. If you notice there's any resistance, just breathe into that resistance and let it go. And I'm telling you, it was as if she knew in that moment that I was resisting the question on a soul level, and her prompts continued to push me toward that uncomfortable question, how do I want to feel? And I'll be honest, I was really squirming in my chair listening to that meditation because I knew that if I was honest with my answer, I wasn't going to be able to just stay in hiding anymore. So when the meditation closed and the pen in my hand hit the paper, this is what poured out. I want to feel visible. I want to feel lighter. I want to be able to feel like I am my own priority. I want to feel worthy of all of this. I want to feel 
wild again. <sighs> like what the, what, it was like a supernatural experience. Where did that even come from? And now what? Like now what? What do I do with this download of desire? <laughs> so at first, I really just tried to ignore the call. It was like, oops, universe, wrong number. <laughs> I don't think you meant to call me with that because I'm really not up for the challenge. Thanks. But as you can probably guess, that didn't really work out because the call just started getting louder and more intense and coming into quiet moments and getting right in my face with signs pointing me toward answering the call. <laughs> so eventually I started thinking about like, okay, what does this look like if I were to start committing to reconnecting to myself. And in the beginning, I was approaching this mission of reconnecting with the wild parts of myself and rediscovering the things that light me up like a road trip with an exact destination. I was seeing it like a quest. And you should know, I love a good quest. I love the idea of intentionally turning my focus toward achieving a singular goal with a measurable destination. But I realized pretty quickly that that wasn't actually going to work here because... I'm not a road trip with a map and a final destination. <laughs> I'm a soul having a human experience evolving and changing constantly. And I don't see this as new year, new you energy. I'm not trying to reinvent myself. And it's not about becoming something or someone else. It's about coming back home to me and bringing what has always been inside of me out of the dark and back into the light. So my approach shifted to an approach of curiosity and joyful exploration instead of a straight lines and final destinations vibe. But even with my relaxed approach to this process, I still really wanted to give myself a framework to work within to both help me to hold myself accountable and also to make it easier to share my process because I knew I wanted to share my journey out of my chrysalis, so to speak. <laughs> so I affectionately dubbed this year of transformation and exploration the Shine Wild Project. So why the Shine Wild Project? The name for me embodies two extremely powerful things. So my commitment to letting my light shine authentically again, and being unapologetic in my wild ways. And that feels really important to me because I don't identify as like a mom on a mission to disassociate from my experience of motherhood. And I'm not embarking on this journey because my children stole my identity. My kids make me want to live into the truest expression of myself. That's exactly why I want to do this. That's why I want to take this plunge. And I'm determined to take this plunge because I know they're watching. They are my why. Have you ever seen or heard that um, Steve Harvey talk about fleas? I know most of us don't think kindly when we think about fleas, but this story really stuck with me and I'll include the video in the show notes so you can see it. But basically he talks about how a flea can jump 36 inches vertically, but if you capture that flea and you put it in a mayonnaise jar and you put the lid on the jar, the flea knows that it can jump 36 inches vertically and it'll keep trying to jump, but it'll hit its head on that lid. And after a while, after getting knocked down so many times, that flea starts to make adjustments. So now the flea jumps, but it's only jumping just to where it doesn't get knocked back down again. And it knows that it's got that 36-inch vertical, but since that lid is on, the flea's environment now has that flea jumping nowhere near what it can. And then this flea has babies, and the babies are born into the conditions of that environment in that same jar with that same lid. 
And the flea is born with that same 36-inch vertical, but because the flea sees his mom and dad jumping just barely to the roof, that baby flea duplicates that behavior, and the flea never reaches its full potential. I mean... You see, you see why that stuck with me, right? I think as mamas, sometimes we feel selfish prioritizing our own desires and our own needs, but that couldn't be further from the truth. It's modeling for our children that they are a priority and so are we. I remember before Waylon was born watching this Disney nature documentary called Bears. And I really, I should rewatch this because it was such a good documentary. Basically, They follow this family of bears in Alaska for an entire year. And they follow them as winter comes to an end and the bears come out of hibernation. And it captures their journey as they trek across this like intense Alaskan terrain to get to the coast in search of salmon to replenish the mama bear's supply of milk for her baby cubs. And this mama bear, she makes this journey with her two little cubs in tow because she knows that their survival depends on her own. And she has to nourish herself in order to nourish them. And throughout the entire documentary, the mama bear was focused on the journey her and her family were on. She wasn't looking around to the other bears and comparing herself to them and their journey. She wasn't feeling guilty for prioritizing her needs. She knew that her needs and her cubs' needs were one and the same. And I think the word wild for me reminds me to stay focused on the path that I'm on and to stay in my own lane, like we always hear people say. (laughs) And it reminds me to just keep moving because beings in the wild don't stand still. They know that movement is critical to both their survival and their evolution. So all of this to say, one, I really saw myself in that mama bear with her cubs. (laughs) And two, the Shine Wild Project just felt like the perfect embodiment of those values. So What is the Shine Wild Project, you're probably asking. So I'm going to be sharing a whole lot more about this here in the weeks to come. But the Cliff Notes version of what I'm doing here is this. So I've broken my year down into four categories, and they'll follow the year's quarters. And I've given each month within the quarter a theme to focus on. So quarter one, my category is mind and body. Quarter two, the category is going to be career and legacy. Quarter three, the category will be soul and spirit. Quarter four is going to be play and rest. And then each month within the quarter has its own theme. So for example, the month of January, my theme has been just start January. So I set the intention to just jump in heart first to all of the things that I've been talking about doing, but not actually doing. So for me, that looked like relaunching this podcast and taking consistent action toward it and making it a priority. And that also looked like stepping out of my comfort zone to begin taking bar three classes and reconnecting with my body in the process. And it also looked like creating something that's been on my heart to do for a really long time. And I'll be sharing that creation with you around next week. Maybe this week? No, probably next week. Anyway, stay tuned. I'll be sharing it with you soon. (laughs) And so next month, the theme is going to be Let It Be Fun February. And so I'll be building upon all of the things that I've started this month, again, with the quarter's focus being mind and body. But I'll be 
uncovering more joy and fun in my life. That's going to be the focus of February. And so I'm really loving this process so far. It's really, it's helping me to check in with myself and keep my intentions super crystal clear 30 days at a time. So I'm going to be sharing updates here periodically as this process unfolds. And I'm also going to be writing about this experience because writing is something that really lights me up. So that feels like a beautiful way to shine wild. (laughs) I've had this quote on my lock screen of my phone this month that says, one day or day one, you decide. And I freaking love that because it reminds me every time I look at my phone that someday is today for me. This is my day one. And one day at a time, I'm busting the lid off that damn mayonnaise jar and I'm showing my kids what's possible. I'm doing it for me and in turn, I'm doing it for them. So that's what I've been up to over here. And I've always believed that there is tremendous power in speaking life into your intentions. So it feels really, really good to be vocalizing this here with you. So I'm going to wrap it up for today and maybe I will go clean out my stinky fridge because day one or someday, right? (laughs) Or maybe I should delegate that job to Gabe because I really don't want to clean out the stinky fridge. I don't know. Nobody cares. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear about my stinky fridge, I don't think. Or maybe you do. Maybe this is like a loop that I'm going to need to bring back around for you. Like, what was it that was smelling up your fridge? Anyway. I've clearly lost the plot here. I'm tired. (laughs) I'm going to wrap this up for the day. But as always, before I do that, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being here with me and for tuning into this podcast. It really, truly means more to me than you will ever know. And I just hope that you have a joyful week and I hope that you feel empowered to show up for your day one, whatever that looks like or whatever that is for you. I hope that you feel empowered to say, yes, this is day one for me. Okay, so until next time, may your dreams be ambitious, may your coffee be strong, and may we all bust the lids off our mayonnaise jars and jump into our fullest potential. (laughs) I'll talk to you soon.